Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time, They Might Be Giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I'm here with first-timer Mike Yank to talk about the song The Neck Rolls Aren't Working off of My Murdered Remains. Here we go. That air horn is blowing away the clear thinking that's needed to stop the loud air horn. From making itself the discussion This headband I don't think it's mine It's the wrong size It's cutting off my circulation And making me think that it's fine And I saved up all my money For some lessons on how to spend money And the neckles aren't working No, the neckles aren't working No, the neckles aren't working Like you say Hey, how we doing? <laughs> Good, man. It's glad to finally talk to you. I was looking back at our uh, Gmail thread here and like, man, May, we put this on the calendar on May 15th. Yeah, it's been circled on my calendar for a while. It's just such a thrill to be in the same seat as Justin McElroy and Hutch Harris. And, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a ride, that's for sure. But I, I love all my guests equally. <laughs> you know that. Um, yeah, it's just great getting to talk to so many new people and people have done cool stuff, you know, have done cool stuff that I, you know, haven't had the pleasure to do. Like go to a monopuff show because you're <laughs> wearing a monopuff shirt. Yeah, so. <laughs> it happened. I'm old. <laughs> I mean, I would have been old enough to go to one, but I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the... You know, that East Coast, you just get so many more They Might Be Giants related chances on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, just in the right place at the right time. Yeah. yeah and it's a ringer tee. <laughs> Talk about 90s style. That's Very much great. so. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, so let's see. We've got, um, yes, and you are, again, you are a lovely Patreon subscriber um you were just mentioning to me uh, you were checking out the purple to pay uh tracks that got sent to you it's excellent you um, know I'll, i i just joined the patreon you. recently you know you guys gotta get on there there's some awesome episodes going through all the backlog don't you're missing out it's uh, <laughs> have you made it through all those patreon episodes yet i'm getting through them <laughs> um but you know all these deep dives into state songs or whatever it's like great I, uh, yeah, I should count up how many Patreon episodes there actually are at this point because I've lost track completely. Uh, because they become on the just in the feed when I do the teasers, they're like 0.5 episodes, but I'm not <laughs> sure exactly how many of them there you are. You are providing a real service for the fandom, I gotta tell you. 
Um, you know, we, they might be Giants it's... fans. We want to hear, you know, people talk about Rat Patrol for an hour and a half. You know, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I mean, the, the listenership and especially the, the Patreon members like yourself just have uh, kept, you know, my ass in gear to keep these going because... <laughs> I've had other podcasts. I do have another podcast that just kind of like, well, we'll put out a new one whenever, you know, like our, my best Midwestern podcast is going longer, but this has dwarfed the amount of episodes already, wow. uh, you know, in like half the time. Um, it's also, it's also convenient to do it. It's not a solo effort, but since I can kind of like dictate the schedule, you know, a little bit and like reach out and, you know, like, Hey, are you available on this date? No, on this date. Then I just find someone else to do that date, and I can just kind of, uh, you know, do it. Yeah, I mean, I won't. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you putting all that time in. You know, looking at that uh, spreadsheet of all the songs, like man, we're uh, working like a dog, and uh, and what a glorious <laughs> spreadsheet that is. <laughs> I know, right? I keep adding to it. I keep finding things like, oh, I still need to add the one that um, I found. There was one they did for some Toyota commercial that I found <laughs> out, out about from David Coles. He did the. Uh, music video for that one as well as a million other music videos since i just talked to him it hasn't aired yet but um he was a cool guy but i'm like wait what a toyota commercial I'm like yeah it's actually a pretty good song i guess that should go on there but you know, like i'm thinking about down the road you know like what if because i'm looking at like what's been claimed and i try to go from like you know some big songs some main album cuts to like deep cuts or like super like obscure stuff but I'm like, there's no way, like if I actually do finish the thing, you know, in like a decade or whatever, <laughs> um, I know it's going to come down to like the last year of the podcast would be all like the dial-a-song right. only tracks. <laughs> it's like all that stuff from Team G Unlimited that never ended up anywhere else or, uh, you know, like bread hair, like I don't 7-11s. Know. You'll, like, you'll, <laughs> yeah, you'll get people that pick those just because they like to be the one who does something weird. Um, yeah, that was certainly my first instinct. But, and then I realized, like, ah, is there that much to talk about with uh, Tumbleweed or whatever? Right. You know, now I'm, I'm glad we're doing this because it's actually been a hot minute since I've done a My Murdered Remains song, I believe. When I first started the podcast, that was just, it was right when My Murdered Remains and the Escape Team came out, uh, at least as the physical collections. And. Um, and I've done a fair amount from them. Like I was hitting a hard right away. Cause I'm like, all right, people, you know, we want to talk about this new stuff. It's cool. <laughs> but I, man, it's been, psh, what was the last one I talked about? Hmm. Uh, Cause I've got some people that were on and then claimed to my murdered remains for their second one. I haven't done it yet. Like dog. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing things. Those have been claimed. Unctuous robot. Um, it's been yeah. a, it's been a minute. Yeah. Maybe whole lot of glean with no Daniel. That was that was a year ago. Is that for real or was Cornmo no cops? I mean, those are technically more murdered remains, but right. <laughs> I mean, because no cops is actually quite older. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, and this one, this was like this is like one of the hits off of my murdered yeah, remains. Yeah, this one surprised it was unclaimed. It's popular. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the whole album sort of flew a little under the radar compared to, you know, I Like Fun or something. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. a collection of great songs, but it doesn't feel like as carefully sequenced, you know, sort of in that phone power, like, oh, here's some other great right. songs, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know, I Like Fun starts off with, let's get this over with. It's like very like put together, ends with Last Wave. It's like, okay, a lot of care went into mm-hmm. carving this. And, 
mm-hmm. but these are also great songs so happy they oh exist. they are and also the two disc thing yeah it's like the the second one yeah and they're also kind of maybe giving it a little less importance by naming it something like <laughs> remain you know my murdered remains more murdered remains you know and more murdered remains is there are a lot of stuff you know collected into there but still good songs i think the very first one i did was door-to-door minotaur which is way (laughs) deep in there you know with abby and that's like such a wild song that was a fun one to do first i was like jesus i'm like i'm glad they still do that weird stuff but sometimes i wish the weird stuff got more prominent uh Mm -hmm you know pacing within the track list or something you know like it you know let's get that weird stuff uh you know they're using all these pop singles and stuff um but i suppose i lost thursday is a little bit of a weird funky one for uh yeah that's a good the first single of book good good which i think kind of, of yeah sort of weirder but also got a hook but that one, like, I feel like that was like an unintentional first single almost, right? Because <laughs> they, they released it as it was like a fundraiser for their uh, their crew and stuff, right? The non-Johns and, and, mm-hmm. the, and the, the road crew and stuff. And then they're just kind of like, well, okay. That's, it's, it's out on there. It's, it's <laughs> anyone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing from this book. Excited for it to drop. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially I broke my own rule. That one. Really? Yeah. Can't, can't get enough of that. Can't get enough of that. I think that should have been the video, but I do like, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember the dream. Yeah. And it's funny that they all start with I. You know? <laughs> it's like, right. they could have kept with that theme. No, Magnetic Field is already just thinking that. Yeah, called yeah, I. They could have just done a whole, yeah, whole damn I this, I that. It's all about me. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's uh, talk about your your fandom sure. story. Uh, Mr. Monopuff shirt. I just can't get one. I want one. I want one. I can't have this uh, one. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, I know. Like, uh, all right, so yeah, take us back. Yeah, like a lot of uh, people I of my generation, I learned about it through a very obscure show called Tiny Tunes. Um, Tiny what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, what you know, that was my first exposure. Like a lot of people, then uh, I was super into video games at the time. I got a Sega CD. Uh, for some reason, it seemed worth like spending all of my money on it, and it came with this uh, adventurous new music sampler that had uh-huh. a mammal on it. Yeah, um, and yeah, Flood was the first uh, CD I bought when I got a CD player, and um, I got into it. And I have this very vivid memory of like going into a record store, and like it was back when you would go there, and they'd have like CDs set up that you would like. Oh, listen to this thing that you can yeah what do you listening like? stations and it was uh yeah listening station it was uh john henry and just like hearing that uh accordion and the drums kick in just as a changed man yeah man i love the listening stations those are great i don't know if you remember i, I know i've mentioned this on an episode before blockbuster music mm. did they ever have one of those near you i don't think blockbuster so music? we had a regular blockbuster but yeah there was one right across the street from my high school, and they would open up CDs to play you one. Like, it wasn't just there was something at a listening station. You could go to this little island in the middle of the store and give someone a CD, and they'd open it up and let you listen to it. I mean, I don't know how they're, if they'd go and re-shrink wrap right. them and get in the back <laughs> or something, but, like, yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. I remember when I was first getting into punk rock, I was going on... Uh, with the school band. Wow. The big did all the big fundraisers to go to Europe over the summer. So I'm like, I need new stuff for my disc man. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and I was getting into punk rock and stuff, and my mom was like, Yeah, let's see, 
you know, Green Day, there's a lot of stuff bleeped out in the song. <laughs> this punk rock thing seems okay. I just want to, let me just preview some of this. So, like, right. my mom was there at the listening station listening to, like, Bad Religion and No Effects and <laughs> stuff like that. And it's pretty right. hilarious. She ended up letting me get everything right. that I wanted to get. And cool, she mom. Most of it. it was pretty, pretty hilarious. Oh, for sure. And she's listening to this right now. And she's getting super into into they might be giants too even more so because of the podcast i submitted i uh had them uh subjected them to quite a bit of they might be giants back in the day Uh, but now my mom like just an hour ago was texting me did anyone pick hopeless bleak despair (laughs) (laughs) like yeah sorry someone already picked it um yeah (laughs) um Uh, yeah so when was the first time that you saw they might be giants uh my first show was 94 i want to say at the uh fled zone maybe in 95 uh i don't know it's on the wiki like uh, under my account i took the time to nerdily register all the concerts i went to um nice uh, yeah i grew up in uh uh what's your screen name on there uh yank america there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I grew up in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, this was pre Star Hill Music Hall. Um, but they would, it was a college town. They would pass through there, see them every time. Um, I got really uh, into like the kind of online They Might Be Giants scene, um, just as a lurker, but just constantly refreshing alt music, TMBG. Um, yeah. Got really into uh, tape trading, you know, bootlegs and stuff. Mm-hmm. just like so addicting just like combining the pleasures of like connecting with strangers on the internet and like receiving stuff in the mail and uh, yeah it's great <laughs> yeah it was yeah man something something special about i mean just physical media in general but just like yeah the knowing that someone like dubbed that for you and put it in the mail, sent it your way. Like there was a lot of, and especially for someone who's a stranger, just over your love of They Might Be Giants. Like they put quite a bit of effort and time into sending something to you. And then, you know, and then you might pass that, uh, you know, pay it forward later. It's very uh, special kind of thing. And, uh, you know, there's still a lot of, a lot of cool stuff that goes in, in on in the, the they might be giants community these days. For sure. Uh, and there's there's still tape trading. I mean, those VHS tapes are still being passed around of, of all those old TV appearances and stuff. I've got them upstairs. I know uh, Peter Grish just got a hold of them to put to get some stuff online that wasn't online previously. So it's like they might be giants, and maybe because a lot of us are so old, we're still kind of clinging to that era because we just felt it was so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and they might—they might be a Giants or band, a band that you know they give us so much weird, rare stuff to covet and want to share and stuff like that. You know, they—they they definitely uh, help us lean into that. Uh, totally, you know, track down this uh, Dodo Island Play-Doh commercial. Like, ah, can like enjoy just a little bit more. You know, another morsel of their talent. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that. What is? Dude, tell me about this. What is? What? I don't know how much more there is. Play Doh commercial. Uh, I think it's Dodo Island. Uh, huh. I think I learned it because, like, at one point on the wiki, there was someone created a page called Tab Squad that was like all these songs that um, were untabbed, and like uh-huh. I think it was during like a like I'm a writer, and like there was like a strike. So like I couldn't work and I just had all this right. time, but I think mm-hmm. I just like oh well, I'll, I'll kill an afternoon seeing what these songs are and tabbing them up. But um, yeah, they did a the Play-Doh commercial. <laughs> Man, that's a I haven't seen. I wonder if that is 
Yeah, they may have changed Play-Doh commercial. I, <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, there's so many random things. Again, thanks a lot. Something else to add to the, play, to the, <laughs> the spreadsheet. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to uh, investigate that. Yeah, there are all those uh, um, like uh, TMG radio tracks, like the, the people are, are wrong. Just like, oh, mm-hmm. that sort of came and went. Another really weird, obscure one. I was talking, uh, well, I was just on... Well, as of our recording this, I was on the episode that just aired of uh, John Walker and John Ulysses' little Nine Secret Eps mm. uh, limited project, and we were talking about, we ended up talking about Brave New World, the P- PBS, ABC, PBS? Uh, whatever it was, the you know the show that they did a couple songs mm-hmm. for, and it reminded me of Dan versus the Cog, uh-huh. and I'd been talking about. I'd been talking to Dan Hickey about doing a second episode and we just couldn't decide on a song. He's like, why don't you pick a song? And I'm like, well, okay, here's a couple ideas. I don't know. Um, but then I got reminded of that one. I'm like, how about that? You are in the song, <laughs> you know, it's about you. I mean, the previous time we talked briefly about like Dan Hickey's real drums on the right, uh, right. rest a while episode. But yeah, so, uh, we're going to, in a couple of weeks, record an episode on Dan versus the God. Oh, that is so awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> it's just, just those weird songs. I mean, who better to to talk to about you know beating the car <laughs> than the man himself? I'm so jealous. That sounds so fun. Yeah, uh, it's 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 been wild getting to talk to all these cool guys. Um, yeah, it's an honor, definitely. So. Yeah, with some of my guests, it's like, oh, so have you been with, you know, a fan of them the whole time? You know, did your fandom wane it on and come back to them? It's like, no, I don't think I need to ask you that. Uh, you know, <laughs> the uh, What's the story on the poster behind you? Is that, Was there a special story behind the, uh, the They Might Be Giants poster on the wall back there? Uh, I think the story behind that was uh, they were coming to, like, a record store, and I wanted to get them, uh, something for them to sign, so I got, like, a big flood poster and uh, got them to sign it. That's one of my favorite old promos with him side by side, Linnell with his accordion, and then Flans holding the amplifier yeah, as if it were an accordion with his hand through the fantastic. Through, through the handle like an accordion strap. Pretty, pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so the Necrols aren't working. Why'd you pick this one? Um, well, I had sort of like a little personal connection to the song. Um uh, right before uh, it had dropped, my wife was pregnant with our third daughter, and uh, mm. we she was getting a planned cesarean, and we were in the uh, waiting room that morning, you know, at five in the morning, uh, just sort of biding our time. And uh, it was 2018, and every week they would drop a new song, uh, and we're like, oh, it's the song this week. And it's, you know, a bit of a roulette. Sometimes it would be another song from I Like Fun that you've already heard. Sometimes it'd be right. something a little more experimental that maybe it's like, okay, I like that, but I'm not going to, it's not going to remain part of my life for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the song we got was Neck Rolls. And like, it was a great song and we were so pleased. And um, yeah, I think it's also yeah. just in, mm. in considering what songs to do, like there were a lot of great choices, obviously, but uh, it felt like there was a lot kind of to unpack. I think musically, there's a lot going on that's very interesting, and you know, mm-hmm. it just it just bops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aren't we too old to be saying that kind of thing? Uh, I was. <laughs> I talked about that with John and John too, where it's like, you know, can we say things slap that songs slap? Yeah, that a song's a bop. You have to have like enough know. of a hint of irony in your voice where it's like, sure, 
Right. <laughs> like, I know I'm too I'm old to be saying this. I'm already saying this song is on fleek. That was a thing for a minute. Sure. <laughs> remember that one. That went away. Whoo. Kids, I don't understand them. <laughs> I don't try to. Uh, though I do teach them, um, but those kids by the time by the time elementary schoolers get hip to something that's already like past, right? Cool, you know the older kids have already moved on. Um, so yeah, so you, f- first hearing this in the hospital, waiting on something special coming to the family. Is so is your wife a fan as well? Then yeah, she's a fan, um, a long time yeah. fan. Uh, I mean, we've uh, been lucky enough we've been together since college, so a good while and. Um, she's been a fan the whole time, gone to every show together. Uh, she's painted a couple of her own shirts. Um, Oh, the the question though, was she a fan before she met you? Um, no, uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) uh, she she was an easy sell. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They're good fans. (laughs) Oh, I mean, what's not to like? (laughs) <laughs> so neck rolls uh is let's see on my murder mains it is track seven so it's like this big rocker it's kind of just slap in the in the middle of all this you know it gets behind some kind of weird ones i mean dog is super weird mm-hmm. ampersand is really good it's kind of ballad neck rolls i feel like is the one that kind of kicks off well, I mean, I don't, they released this on vinyl, right? I don't know if that one would uh, maybe be the end of side A or the beginning of side B. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because then there's Selectionist, which is an instrumental. Sort of I use that for. Yeah, I used that for the credits right. section for quite a while on the show. So I don't, I don't know where you'd split the vinyl on this one. But um, Neck Rolls really like pumps it back up. And I feel like it's one where. It could have appeared on I Like Fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely that, like, rocking vibe. Like, I Like Fun is definitely a rocker of an album. Oh, for sure. It's one of their more, you know, guitar-driven albums of of recent memory. Like, probably the hardest rocking guitar stuff since, like, The Else. Yeah, Insult to the Fact Checkers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, like, outside of, like, the title track, which has no guitar, it's very much a guitar-heavy album, and neck rolls, I mean, would have fit in perfectly on there, but I feel like there are definitely some, like, communists and neck rolls that are like, well, we got to hold a couple really good ones <laughs> back to give them on My Murdered Remains, yeah. and, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit in the emails about um, its high-ranking 39 of 910 songs on sure. but sort, sort of a soft wiki. 39 you know and anything <laughs> that has a single digit number of votes cast like is, is a little shaky um this one is 61 or, or double digits sorry double digits yeah. right just got to get up into the triples and i i don't know because i don't know what the minimum number of votes it needs to get because there are yeah there's there's 910 songs on the rankings but there are songs that have not right. been ranked enough they need to be ranked a certain amount of time 20 or something pop up there don't feel yeah. below that might but. be a pretty pretty low number yeah just scrolling through i'm not sure yeah i'm seeing some at 25 like vancouver pops up at 83 with only 25 votes. oh wait up the junction 11 votes I guess it only oh, wow. needs ten votes to make it into the rankings. So that's yeah, that's uh up the junction. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't a good know. cover. I don't know if it's so, above someone keeps moving my chair though. 
No, I mean, yeah, I mean, Squeeze is great. So it's probably just a bunch of Squeeze fans that were like, oh my God, they went Giants covered my other favorite band. I went on there and just right. like 10. I mean, when there's that few, it's all people who are like motivated to uh, vote for it. Um, mm-hmm. Or people mm-hmm. who are looking through the ranking and are like, oh, that's too high. That's too low. I have to only vote on that particular one to express my opinion. And it and it's all comes down to, you know, point, you know, it's like the 10th of, you know, right. <laughs> point, you know, cause like, cause then I'm looking, I'm like, how are those above see the constellation? And it's like, well, it's just like a couple people were like, I don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. You know, brought it down just a little bit. You know, has, I'm your boyfriend. Now demo is ranked above see the constellation. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, like, what? <laughs> but it's also just like, well, if someone votes with, you know, gives it an eight. It's like, Oh, this is a good song, but I'll give it an eight. That's like, Oh, makes it go down. People voting realistically. <laughs> like when, I, yeah, like when I'm giving my scores at the end of the episode, I'm like ranking it way below the wiki. That's for sure. But you know, I'm ranking them like a not insane person. Right. <laughs> Tens for everything. <laughs> oh, this song sucks. Nine and a half. <laughs> it is funny that like consistently, like the songs at the very bottom are just like, oh, we're counting to ten and saying the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, I almost feel like with um, sometimes qualifiers help a little bit. Like if we say, so they're, you know, they've got like, so if you think about like 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s, neck rolls aren't working. Like as far as the songs that have come out in the 2010s, I think it would rank pretty highly. Um, yeah. it's I don't know how high. I haven't thought about it, broken it down that way. But like as far as the whole canon being at number 39 i'd say not it's, but, it's yeah. hard to compare to uh, a song that you've had in your life for like 20 30 years just like well even right. the songs from those old albums that i didn't like at the time now i just sort of like have a warm feeling about and like well of course i love that song yeah now now i'm curious about well, let's see i haven't even looked at the page yet for like i broke my own rule with mm. this uh okay Oh, has it not ranked yet? It seems like yeah, I guess not. at least 10 people must have scored this one already. Mm. Why did it log me out? I don't remember what my password is. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's uh well let's talk about how it is it is a great song. Um and you want to start off with musical elements or lyrical elements? Um Either one. To start with, because uh, yeah, uh, start, let's start with the lyrics. Lyrics, okay. So it's funny. The first time I remember seeing this, the uh, just seeing the title, um, the neck rolls aren't working to me. Like <laughs> neck rolls would be like if you got like neck fat and you got extra rolls there. Like I'm thinking about my baby upstairs. She's got like a triple chin neck rolls, and I'm like, I wonder w- what comes up when you just Google neck rolls yeah and it has it's about 50 50 between the exercise of rolling your neck around uh and then just like google images of like people yeah weird necks you know Um, like some people like will have neck rolls in the back and i'm like i remember seeing the title for the first time like the neck rolls aren't working like it didn't compute to me grammatically because i was like wait neck roll oh okay right you see a couple i see other people talking about like a pillow like a right right. goes around 
what is it to you? Is it the stretches or the pillow? It's definitely not the neck fat. I uh, think it's probably referring to the exercises. Um, yeah. You know, it seems like the song is about, you know, it, I mean, all these songs are open to interpretation. They're very hard to crack, especially this one. But uh, this feels like it's in the category of John Linnell songs with like, you know, uh, Renew My Subscription, uh, Climbing the Walls, where it's about someone with some sort of really uh, deep emotional or psychological issue. And part of the fun <laughs> is kind of unpacking what it is. Um, you know, this person seems, uh, who's singing it, seems to have a lot of stress. Um, there's all these yeah. uh, kind of recursive images in it. You know, can't stop this loud air horn because it's so loud, it's distracting you. Um, you know, I saved up all my money for lessons on how to spend money. Uh, there seems to just be this like um, motif of stuff's going around and around. And um, mm -hmm. like uh, you kind of envision the scene of someone who's like trying to deal with this person saying like, hey, why don't you try some neck rolls? Maybe that'll help. Right. <laughs> and uh, they're not working. That'll do it. <laughs> that's, that's plenty. Uh <laughs> Um, I also had to look up a uh, gut wrench. Yeah. <laughs> which is not actually a wrench. It's a wrestling move. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Or it's like, there's the expression like gut wrenching, you know, blow or something. Right. Right. And yeah, the wrestling moves like you're around someone from the back, grabbing their, their gut and the gut. Yeah. Gut wrenching. I think, yeah, I never really thought about it that way and then here talking about like an actual wrench i'm like this is it's just because uh, i'm there it's got to be the wordplay there but it's almost like just another syllable or something yeah he like, says he's using it to fix wrench. a bad drain pipe uh right so yeah, it's, it seems like this person might be a little bit confused um and, yeah but yeah that, <laughs> and the drain pipe is leaking all over my gut wrench yeah it's just going around and around in circles that, that whole stanza of you know right on the brink of destroying my chances of wrecking my chances of wrecking any last hope of destroying any last hope that I had. <laughs> I, I like wrote it out as a diagram and just my brain refused <laughs> to like understand like how many double negatives it is. My brain is just like shut <laughs> off. Like you're on your own kid. Um, that, yeah. That's just like, you know, like I feel like you look Linnell up in the dictionary and you can see that lyrical quote there. Cause it's just like that perfect confusing, uh, the, uh, the, the play of a confused narrator, about how they're, yeah, they're wrecking their chances for wrecking their chances. Just mm -hmm. like, you know, everything's going wrong, but even they're blowing that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and yeah, there's just this whole like inescapable sense of stress and tension going around circles. Um, uh, the, the bridge or this weird metaphor about John Glenn um, has this moment <laughs> of like splashing down to earth again while I'm still orbiting, you know, seems to me to suggest like, oh, I'm still spinning around in some way. And I wish I could be like John Glenn, who's not doing that anymore. Um, but that that is a great. I love just you know we all love finding the little references or telling other people about references we might not realize. I mean, obviously John Glenn is a little bigger reference, but just in this song, that's just not something you expect to hear <laughs> pounded in. It's right in those those hits. God, Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> yeah, like just right. Just in response to someone saying, "You made me say then." That reminded me of this weird John Glenn memory I had. <laughs> it also, right. It also just feels like it might just be like Linnell just, it's like, what haven't I rhymed <laughs> with the word then in my career? Um, John Glenn. That'll do it. Yeah. Then, when, 10, Glenn, 
again, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the kind of narrative of the song is interesting because it does have like a beginning, middle, and end. Uh, at the beginning, the guy's like, you know, I'm worried this headband is cutting off my circulation and making me think that it's fine. <laughs> and then like by the end, he's like, you know, he's succumbed to this madness. He's snapped. And, you know, how can you stay mad at the air horn? It just looks it's adorable. Uh, how can you not put your ear to it? Um, and then he, you know, there's the kind of final section where he's like really crazy. You know, the kids are getting shorter. The rain's falling upwards. He's, there's been a transformation. He's like totally lost it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not losing my hair. It's getting shorter and the kids are getting shorter. Yeah. It's, it, it starts, it's making me, it starts sounding reminiscent of a bunch of, like it starts making me think of um, wearing a raincoat mm-hmm. Other things like uh, imagining things or other things are just like these wacky scenarios or things or, you know, the rainbow's wearing a beard and all these just like weird nonsensical things. Totally. That, uh, yeah, l- l- the, the Linnell character just spinning out into oblivion. Yeah, you know, just... whatever makes the carpet stop turning into snakes. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is clearly a uh, ends up in the padded cell uh, kind of <laughs> um, song. <laughs> yeah, interesting with all this like imagery of like going around in circles, like a neck roll is like you're rolling your neck in a circle. So huh? there you go. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> I'm sh- probably that was what Linnell was thinking too, and it never it never occurred to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. the neck rolls around and around. The air horn being adorable I, might be, I think, the funniest it's, part. It's I, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's also a way to kind of look at the lyrics of um, the air horn and the headband that, like, those are metaphors. Like, you're having, like, this intense ex- experience in your head. Um, mm-hmm. um, you feel pressure on it. Like, it's, is it more likely that or that this person is actually in distance of an air horn that's going off and has a headband on like who wears headbands right i mean it could also be like um oh was that um oh who's the classical composer that was driven mad by the sound he had it was probably tinnitus or something i think but he had like a ringing in his ears that drove him insane Hmm. um be like yeah you've got this this ringing in your ears you've got a really bad headache the the headbands like you got a really bad headache you got a noise in your ears just like something inside your brain is just like just just making everything terrible um yeah so the money problems uh <laughs> plumbing problems <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah. at the end he's like um i've saved up my money for uh lessons on how to waste money like there's They've kind of like mm-hmm. broken through in some way where like they uh, realize that they're doing something stupid, but kind of still can't stop themselves from doing it. He's, he's still saving up all his money, even though he knows he's wasting it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or is he talking about how first he saved up his money to get psychiatric help to get therapy, but oh, it didn't work. So now he's wasting money on it. <laughs> There's just way too many things that could be going on here, but it's just the genius of uh, Linnell and the Johns yeah. uh, together. The uh, uh, juxtaposed over the, uh, the 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 joyful video. Oh man, how do you like that vi- <laughs> the video? Ugh. Craig J. Clark finding that footage and Flans putting it uh, together. It's fantastic. And again, you know, you have like uh, <laughs> the images of uh, those those ladies like doing flips, which like feels thematically related. 
Um, shout out to uh, some YouTube user who um, identified what the uh, footage is from. Um, so, mm. so apparently, uh, and you can look up these on YouTube. There's the th- uh, the dancers are the three Winter Sisters, mm-hmm. uh, Rhythm with Speed, and um, the the marimba band is a uh, Reg Kehoe and his Marimba Queens. So, Reg Kehoe is the bass player, I would imagine. Uh, I'm not sure. I think he might be the marimba player. Uh, he actually has his own Wikipedia article, apparently. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, this piece. Uh, I think was used in like uh, before movies, but also there'd be these little machines called panorams that would yeah. be um, like kind of like visual jukeboxes. That, uh, that bass player though, like as far as like drawing parallels to someone just losing it, that oh, bass yeah. player is just going, going berserk on that thing. Going like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. According to, pretty amazing. according to Wikipedia, his name was a uh, Frank Denunzio senior of Hershey, Pennsylvania. And he played a stand-up slap bass almost until his death in February 2005. Wow. That's a lot of slapping. Man, that guy, yeah, he is just fucking shredding on that thing. He definitely steals the show. That's yeah. great footage. So, so, yeah, the band leader is the Marimba guy. He's, like, playing, you know, technically amazing stuff. But the bass dude is stealing the show. That's, that's <laughs> excellent. Yeah, the video, like, uh, really fits the song, I feel. Yeah, I want to know if the um, if that footage just happened to be the same, you know, BPM as the song, or if oh, interesting, speed it. up or slow down the footage at all? Because those uh, the dancers, like the way it just syncs up with the songs, so like almost too well. It's like wow, right? It's, it does. It looks like they're dancing to this song. Totally, it's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I love these videos and stuff like that. The um, but you know, I there were people talking about this in um, it's probably the miscellaneous T Facebook page, of course, but about how few videos the Johns are actually in mm. these days themselves. And if you're doing you know a full every Wednesday, right. you know, putting out a video, you're not going to do a full you know old school music video shoot for every single one of them. But it's like, I mean, out of didn't we only get one that the Johns were actually in, which I like fun track had, oh man, which one that actually had the Johns in it? It had all the like kind of Anna Ng callbacks and stuff like right. that. Right. Oh, it's escaping me. Uh, there's so many. <laughs> um, it's not, um, shit. But yeah, I do love that they, um, you know, I mean, when you release so many videos, like they're not all winners, but like they give a platform to a lot of really interesting ideas and interesting creators, which is, yeah, to be mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's been cool talking to um i mean david cole is definitely a, a friend of theirs at that point but i also had victor fitzsimmons on a while back for uh it said something which was a song after talking to him and really pushing that video more made me like that song more and more too and you know made me want to dive back into some of those deeper cuts mm-hmm. um off of uh the different you know the 2015 and 2018 song cycle and watch them because I, I tend to be more of an audio guy like i'll go and watch the videos when they're new but typically i'm just listening while i'm doing something else or while i'm driving and singing along and stuff i'm not typically watching the videos yeah, same. And that's why some of them yeah and that's why some of the videos seemed kind of tossed off and stuff it's just like well i'll just listen on cd or on spotify or whatever but um some of the videos are there are these little hidden gems within 
this massive you know output of videos in 2018 uh and this one it, it is a fun one you know it's not one that you know had the most work put into it you know who knows how much time Flay and spend you know cutting that together but um it's still fun and that bass guy dude that slapping that thing <laughs> so how about musical elements in this song we got the standard uh the standard setup i'm i'm uh but we've got some extra instruments in it. it's not just the uh the uh rock the power the two electric guitars bass and drums yeah you got the the old uh, friend the accordion coming at the end uh-huh and flansburg on the ukulele that's like it's fair i is it the little i'm not even sure where it is i don't know i think i thought i think i thought it was an acoustic guitar but i think you might be right i don't know what else it could be unless it's like deeper in the mix yeah, the little like plinking, the like pling 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 pling. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think I had no idea there was ukulele in it until clicked over. Same to the credits here. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, it could be just buried in there. Since it's a funny for such a rocker, it seems a funny song to be like. Ukulele. Hips <laughs> <laughs> oh, can rock, but still, yeah, like getting them to come through a mix is it can be tough. For sure. I love the accordion though when it kind of and it doesn't reveal itself till much later in the song. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's great when they bring it down a little bit. It's great, I, and I think that might also be where the uke is, because um, I I feel like the accordion is getting pushed more and more to the side. It's still a staple of the live shows, but when you think about recent songs you know off the past couple albums that feature accordion it's not that many yeah you gotta take what you can get but uh yeah i guess so but then they don't play this one live (laughs) come on yeah i mean i guess it's like you said it's a pretty uh recent song and they're they're touring for i like fun so they got to play all those songs and you know the communists have the music is probably like this album's representative in the set Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah, but if you're gonna pick a second song, it would be this one. You I don't mean, think? What, what? I mean, was is communist the only My Married Remain song that has been played live? I mean, I haven't clicked through all of them. I don't um, don't think they're playing dog. <laughs> they really should. Tick 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 would be good. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. <laughs> oh yeah, that was another early favorite of mine too. Um. Now we will get to a cover that you did of this song, but I was looking at the um, chord progression. I want to see what you think here because sure. the tab. And did you look at the guitar tab that was on the or the guitar chord chart that was on the, uh, yeah, the wiki sure. when you were doing it? Um, and this is something with Linnell. It's almost like not even <laughs> at this point is it even worth it to try and figure out the key of songs. Mm-hmm. But like in E minor. A's should be A minor chords right. in the key of E minor. And the song is just full of A majors. Yeah, I mean, so and then what like. What key is it really in, or do we, does it matter? <laughs> and then, like, at the bridge, it does the, like, E minor to A, and then A minor back to E, which is, you know, through the playing around with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. We got, yeah, because we got A's, we got A7s, we got. Wait, do you say there's an. Is there an E major in here? Yeah, for the oh, it's just a tile of ten part. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's why it has <laughs> that that weird kind of shift there. That's 
Man, see, that is something I would never think to to do. I mean, do you write? Do you write original music too? Uh, do you write your once own in a while, sure. Um, you know, be lucky enough to work on some work project where I get to do that. But uh, yeah, oh, it's cool. you know, John Linnell certainly a, the standard that I wish I could hold myself up to. It's, man, it's it's something where I sometimes I feel like going to school for music like i almost got too like entrenched in the rules and stuff and it's hard to break out of them and like i always feel like there's like you i'm in this key and if i want to get to a different key like there's this way to do it you know and i have to know <laughs> that i'm going there i'm not just gonna like and now it's gonna be an e major and seven e minor <laughs> chord you know just like but then I look back, I look at some of these songs and I look at stuff like, like I did a uh, Bowie tribute band for a little while after he passed away. And there's a lot of songs like that. And a lot of Beatles songs too, where there will be just like a major and a minor of the same chord, just like in rapid succession. And I'm like, it's something that listeners aren't like, man, that sounds weird. But it is something that as a songwriter, you're like, well, you can't do that. It's like, well, these guys did, you know, <laughs> it seems to work. And it's just like, gotta steal these moves <laughs> yeah and he's just this like genius blend of like there's definitely like that part of him that like listens to glenn gould and like knows all these kind of like bach rules of harmonic motion and uh can just mm-hmm. sort of seamlessly move around from chord to chord but then he'll just like break the rules and do something you don't expect in the way that's like works super well with the song mm-hmm he broke his own rule. <laughs> One could say. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah and, and right, this part with the E major, yeah, that's where the A minors come in. So you got, and yeah, and the then, then, the John Glenn part. It's funny because it has that same kind of feel with the pounding hits, you know, and it has the A to the E minor, which is how, how it usually goes in that in that direction. But then it has the A to the A minor. So it goes from the A major to the A minor. Then the, then the yeah, he uses the A minor then to shift to change the E's to the E minor to the E, this is just blowing my mind right now. I don't know. Like so much is going on just in that verse. Yeah. And like part of the genius is that it like does tell so well with the lyrics that like, this is the part where like the guy's like really unraveling and like, so are the chords. (laughs) Yeah. This is the part that's driving me insane. (laughs) Do some neck rolls later. (laughs) See if, see if I wouldn't expect them to work relaxes me no i don't don't think so if this song is any indication (laughs) yeah this it's it's such a rocker and still like having that really hard like marty's beat in this song like just that just slamming like the snare floor time there and those hits uh just like it's a pure rocker but it still gets those interesting elements of accordion and ukulele which just adding that's that special something that we're having trouble figuring out totally and it's just and it's got it all shout out to danny for like like the the, the breakdown like where the drum where the or where the uh, bass part kind of like splits off into two parts it's like super mm-hmm. wild yeah it, it's it's also amazing just like the sheer output of these guys but to have a song like this that's so well put together it's got these little flourishes these guys all putting these great performances and they're just like ah we just won't play this live at all you know like, whatever <laughs> like it's uh, just being able to like toss off a song like that and it's on you know it's on my murdered remains you right. know it's on you know uh you know it's an album but it's like it's not it's, it didn't make it on dialect like fun it's on my murdered remains but it's still just so good so like they're Cast offs are just like better than anything I could ever dream of. Writing. Totally, it's yeah, just it's just like an embarrassment amazing. of talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's just, just like, oozing out of them. Just uh, this wealth, yeah, this this wealth of songs that's just they just can't stop writing music, and that's why this podcast I'm just doomed to like, <laughs> die. You know, just like die at the desk with here, your blessing day, and your curse. You know? recording episode 600 something and it'll be like it'll probably be episode 666 that gets me <laughs> and then you know that'll be it won't, won't complete it i'll have to pass the t- pass it down in the family uh let's go ahead and get to the cover section i say uh we save yours for last sure. you and your wife will save that for last and we'll play it in full let's do these other two that uh you went ahead and found them real quick and i went through and tried to find more and couldn't <laughs> you got you got the two and one of them is by dear friend dana williamson who is on the purple toupee compilation playing rap patrol and people heard her on that uh that cover was on that episode a great cover rich as well yes really imaginative. oh rap patrol you mean? yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> Whew. Yeah, she is known for her violin skills, but she is also no slouch on the guitar. So that's what we're going to hear uh, right here. Dana Williamson on The Neck Rolls Aren't Working. That air horn is blowing away the thing It's needed to stop the loud air horn from making itself a discussion. This headband, I don't think it's mine. It's the wrong size. Cutting on my circulation Making me think that it's fine And I saved up all my money For some lessons on how to spend money And the neck rolls aren't working did this one she recorded this right when the song came out fresh out the oven yeah she recorded she had uploaded this to youtube on november 6th 2018 (laughs) (laughs) right off the bat what do you what do you think of this yeah i i love it i think it's really um in this in this genre of covers i love that's like uh just a person and their guitar, there's this like level of intimacy that you get from the song where you just strip it down and it's just a person and the chords and um, it's just a joy to hear. Uh, I love like the solo part. It's really fun. Yeah. Like she never leaves out the little, the little details and especially for a song that is so new, like being able to play it with that level of competency and intricacy is, is amazing. And I think also just the freshness of the song, like you can feel like the excitement in her performance. Just like, oh yeah, oh man, new there would be giant song. Gotta learn it right now. <laughs> yeah, there's that feeling when like a, a a good new one comes out. You're like, oh, this is gonna, you know, I will have this for as long as I live. Like this will be in my head somewhere. It's a little little they're they're gifts to us mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can find dana she got a good play count on this one too dana's on youtube here i don't know if you just search dana i don't know if that's gonna come <laughs> up but dana yeah it just says dana as her uh thing go find her you know dana if you search dana and then you know neck rolls then you'll find her easily uh and then let's see we've got another uh frequent 
a, a, a freak making frequent appearances on the podcast is uh the band i think pretty sure one man band guest host uh with the necrols aren't working who uh this is on both bandcamp and soundcloud um guest slash host who let's see i actually did find out what this guy's name is after playing him so many times let's see because i knew eclam she would know because guest host has been on a bunch of his tbs compilations joel yellowitz <clears throat> joel yellowitz is guest host so let's check out his version of the necros are working that air horn is blowing away the clear thinking that's needed to stop the loud air horn from making itself the discussion this headband i don't think it's mine it's the wrong size it's cutting off my circulation and making me think that it's fine and i saved up all my money for some lessons on how to spend money and the neck rolls are it working no the neck rolls are it working no What did you think of that one? Yeah, super fun. I mean, it's a little more faithful and, you know, arranged, but, you know, dig the accordion. Um, this guy knows what he's doing. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, the one thing I've never been able to quite figure out with his covers is if they are real drums or programmed drums. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a shambling element to this. It almost feels like it's going to, like, come off the wheels, you know, at any <laughs> moment but i kind of like that about it especially for this song totally yeah it really fits the vibe right like it's gonna whoa (laughs) i'm gonna lose it (laughs) but it's very enjoyable for sure and yeah very you know a lot of time was spent on it uh with all the instrumentation and stuff um but yeah very faithful like you said um so now you sent me two days ago (laughs) A cover by uh, They Might Be Lo-Fi, which <laughs> I was hoping there would be some other songs on this SoundCloud channel, but but uh, alas. Maybe. So this is a, a band that your uh, the wife and you formed uh, strictly for this project? I mean, band <laughs> is perhaps a generous word. Uh, I mean, we, for a while, like had designs of like doing some sort of They Might Be Giants prog- uh, project. We're always just, you know, when the kids are off to bed or uh, playing Minecraft, we'll like take out the ukulele or whatever and just go through the discography and like do, you know, songs together. And, um, we were at one point going to like do YouTube videos. And then we instead had a kid, uh, that kind of got in the way of that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, just, um, was excited about doing the podcast and thought it'd be a good, uh, excuse to, uh, put on my, uh, uh, covering hat. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it started off, a little bit more like designed to be a lo-fi thing. And then I realized like, I had no idea. Like I did, I lacked the producing skills to like pull that off. So, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I, I like Nintendo. It's, it's cool. Let's, uh, you know, let me go ahead. I'll drop it. Let's, let's listen to it in full. And then, uh, tell us more about how you guys made it. That air is blowing away the clear it's needed to stop the loud air horn from making itself the discussion. This headband, I don't think it's mine, it's the wrong size. It's cutting off my circulation, 
making me think that it's fine. And I saved up all my money for some lessons on how to spend money. And the neck rolls aren't working. No, the neck rolls aren't working. No, the neck rolls aren't working like you said. This gut wrench, I'm using to fix the bad drain pipe that's leaking all over my gut wrench. It's right on the brink of destroying my chances of wrecking my chances of wrecking any less hope of destroying any less hope that I Reminders of when, when I was just a child of ten, ten Watching astronaut John Glenn, Glenn Slashing down to Earth again, again Oh, I'm still got 8-bit elements to it but it's not just you know an instrumental 8-bit one which is what i usually find so what uh what uh what what instruments or programs you guys working with here um yeah i mean definitely inspired by um uh i think the the guy max Demsky or someone who who does like all these Mm -hmm. awesome chiptune covers um yeah i think he's got the entirety of flood yeah yeah fantastic um I found some program that lets you like very easily sequence um, like eight bit stuff. Um, Pulse Boy, it's called. 
And I just sort of used that as the backup, uh, backing track. And Pulse Boy. Pulse Boy. Um, Pulse Boy. Uh, it's pretty, Boy. pretty simple. I mean, I'm, I, there was a time where I kind of more had a handle on all these different producing yeah, music software. And that time has passed. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then just threw it into LMMS, which uh, I guess is what I'm using instead of, um, you know, whatever daw people like um mm-hmm. and just i'm an ableton man myself ableton, yeah it, it seems people mm-hmm. love that one um but yeah just threw stuff in there and uh my wife uh, was kind enough to do the vocals uh which you know not as much of a singer as her but um yeah it was super fun yes, it's, it sounds great Thank you. so you're uh married to an alto as well i know cara like we sing we can sing like my top register and her bottom register it's like we can sing in unison pretty well a lot of the time i mean sometimes i'll even pop up a falsetto <laughs> sing above her on stuff but like i call you mom we're like uh i had been the one to sing that when we had been doing it live and i'm like i want you to sing it like i don't want my voice all over this compilation you know i'm in little bits of like all so many songs on that that compilation i'm like i don't want it just to just be all me singing so I'm like, let's see, do we need to change the key? And like, <laughs> all right, let's play along with it. She's like, nope, same key. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys kept the original key. Yeah. Too. Yeah, um, we met in a, a college singing group. Uh, one of, one, one oh, of yeah. them acapella groups. Uh, my wife actually founded it. Um, there was like, you know, a market inefficiency oh, cool. with like acapella groups where like, you know, more people wanted to do it than there were slots. So she started her own. And uh, it, oh, yeah, nice. it was a little bit more like, uh, alternative focus, like I, I arranged like an apples and stereo song, like a Jimmy Eat World Ooh, one. Um, nice. Yeah, fun. what Jimmy Eat World song? Uh, for me, this is heaven. Oh, that's great. Car yeah, and I one. actually appeared together as guests on the Jimmy Eat Pod podcast, right. talking about that song. Awesome. Because yeah, that was one that was on our. Uh, it was like uh, one of our one of our little special couple songs oh, when we were first starting to date. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet song. That's great. I'd love to hear an acapella version of that. Uh, one thing about your cover I like a lot is the beat. It's very kind of cool and unconventional. Oh, thanks. Um, and it, I don't know, it has stresses in places that I wouldn't normally think that I'd put them if I were making it, but it's got this weird kind of cool feel. It's almost like a, um, and you got to slow the tempo down pretty mm-hmm. significantly. It almost gives it a, like kind of like a slow march kind of feel almost. Uh, I appreciate you saying yeah. that. Yeah. Like uh, I always dig covers that like take a fast song and make it slow or take a slow song and make it fast. It's you sort of see different facets of like what the songwriter was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, it was great adding variety to the, I mean, we had three covers, three very different covers of the song and yours is, I mean, it's definitely the furthest from the original in a good way. Uh, and you, you already got some comments on this one. Uh, <laughs> anti-norm. Do you know how, who uh, anti-norm is? I chance? have no idea. I imagine he, he just was searching by new or whatever when they posted. And it's like, oh, what's this? Like? Yeah. <laughs> so this, this is sick as shit. <laughs> and then second comment, the beat for the beat for this is godly. And I was trying to figure out exactly what he meant by that. The beat. For so beat as in like four using the number four instead of the word for the beat for this is godly because I kept like in my brain I'm like beat four I'm like one two three four <laughs> he likes the beat four of the beat I'm like oh he's just being like Prince right right nothing compares to you <laughs> yeah uh, yeah whatever he means I'll take Anti-norm. it Anti <laughs> norm yeah 
Now it's that's uh, one of my favorite things about SoundCloud is being able to comment like on certain spots of the yeah, song. Yeah, that's really that's a feature. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great job on that. I'm glad you guys did that. It was super super fun cover. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and so now you got that SoundCloud page. They might be lo-fi. I think uh, you need to keep this band rolling. Yeah, we, we've and, got some uh, songs we want to try. We'll, we'll see. If yeah. Nice. So this was the little, just the little well, nudge in that direction to get the, the family band going. <laughs> <laughs> and how how old are your kids? Are they old enough to get in? A, you know, get on a vocal track at least. Um, some tambourine. Maybe. Sure. Uh, they are <laughs> ten, seven, and three. Oh, so, ten. We'll Come see. on. 10 year old playing the recorder yet uh, <laughs> um some sure yeah i mean she, we got her doing piano lessons she goes to this you know kind oh, of nice. arts focused school um very cool and obviously they're very uh exposed to the band <laughs> yeah <laughs> hasn't learned any they might be giant songs yet on the piano um <laughs> not yet i'm working on it <laughs> but um yeah i uh you gotta get particle man's always a good one to start it is yeah it's very, very First core progression yeah and i know you've got a, a a real little one are you doing any like demo giants lullabies um you know it's funny i was thinking that i should try to get her on some sort of cover or some at any time she's one of those kids that's like you can snap a lot of good pictures of her but if she knows the camera is pointed at her it's funny. It's like sometimes she'll ham it up, but most of the time she'll stop doing whatever she was doing. Like, nope, I'm not performing. You know, the moment has <laughs> passed. So, like, getting her on something might be tough. But I, I always used to sing uh, when she was really low. I'd sing Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones. Uh-huh. I think it was maybe one of my probably well, you know one of the sweetest They Might Be Giants kid songs. I That's think sweet. it's very, very tender, very tender. Yeah, my oldest one when she was little, I would uh, sing her Turn Around. And uh, <laughs> she reached an age where I had to adjust the lyrics to, um, yeah. you know, a man I had given a hug instead of a man I had really <laughs> What did you change to the human skull on the ground? What did that change That's to? That part stayed. <laughs> she, she rolled it back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's Halloween. It's a, uh, it's a decorative skull. Yeah, she, she, she was cool with that. Uh, and the, three, the three-year-old <laughs> likes uh, Au Contraire, which uh, has you know, a very kind of nursery mm. rhyme lyrics to it. Yeah. Also, you feel a like cool singing in, in French a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah, that's fun. But yeah, in the early days, yeah, you know, when she was just born, and I'd like hold her, and just, I literally just went through like the discography, like one song at a time, until I found something she liked. That was also in my range. So that's what we landed on. It took a while. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm trying to think what what she's like the best. What I've shown her videos of. She seemed she seemed to like electric car a lot. That's a good one. That's another kind of lullabyish song. Yeah, that episode with Dan Dan Levine mm-hmm. will be out by the time this episode comes out. Awesome. Um, great song. Great arrangement. Um, yeah. I don't know. She really likes the videos. It's hard to say if there was a favorite one of it. it was just audio playing. You know, because then you tell this, to the, does the kid really like the video or do they like the song? I mean, I guess maybe both. But uh, Electric Car, I think she dug like the cardboard mm-hmm. stuff. All the it's just very very cool looking. All the cute little animals and all that. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when I like fun dropped, like they loved. Uh, I left my body, and uh, we uh, we listened to that whole album. But I would always cut it off before Last Wave. Like that's that's a little too dark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a great one. I'm I'm glad we got that on the comp. Oh my for, god, uh, Mar- Mari! Yeah, there goes a wave. Great song, great cover. <laughs> Definitely. 
I think it's time to score this song, my man. We've been talking about how uh, crazy the rankings are on the wiki, but in realistic human terms, where where are you putting this one? Zero to ten decibels are allowed. Ranking it against the Team BG canon. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about this. It's tough. It feels like a weight on my shoulder. I want to get this right. Um, but <laughs> I, I think at the end of the day, like, the, the wiki is, um, I mean, it's maybe not their 39th best song, but, like, 9.05 is what they have. And I, I think I'd give it a 9.1. You know, I, I think it's nice. uh, one of the best songs of, on the album and certainly of the, the era. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. say that lightly. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic song. Um, I think it. You know, let me see what I gave communists way. I mean, you you got a lot of day. songs to rank it against, so I, I'm just communists playing I here. Eight point five. <laughs> communists, I gave an eight point five, and I was happy to cover that with Doppelpopolis. Uh That was a fun one to come up with those guitar parts for. Um, yeah, it's not quite as good as communists. I think you know what? I got, I'm gonna go eight on this one. I think. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, especially for the modern era, if you're talking about the most recent decade, it is, it is up there. Uh, it's a great one. It was good enough to be on I Like Fun. I feel like it was one that they just kind of held back to give it to My Murdered Remains, like I said before. Um, it's a great song. It's a rocker with those little flourishes, fantastic lyrics that we can't figure out. <laughs> you know, they could go a million different ways. It's just that Linnell genius just encapsulated in another uh, amazingly catchy rock song. So right on. eight. Yeah. Um, got anything to plug or any place you want the people to find you, sir? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I, I have a Twitter, uh, Yank America. I haven't posted in nine years, but you know, you never know. <laughs> um, I, uh, okay, well I'm going to find you on there. Once I, I tag in this, this picture, then uh, you're going to have to respond or, or make some sort of tweet sure. about it. Uh, oh, let's see. It looks like we are all... Let's see. There you go. You were already following me. I didn't know. Yeah. There. Okay, now I'm following you. Nice. There you go. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a, uh, I live in LA. I'm a, a writer for cartoons, so check out some cartoons I've worked on. Uh, I had the good fortune to work on uh, the Drinky Crow show. Um, oh, really? Yeah, um, nice. Which was uh, super fun. Uh, no real interaction with the Johns or anything, but uh, it's fun to be, sure. you know, tangentially related to that world. Um, so what's, uh, yeah, what's out there currently that uh, you've been Yeah, I think of? the most recent things I've worked on, uh, I was on a show uh, called Harvey Street Kids or uh, Harvey Girls Forever. They changed the title, um, which mm-hmm. is a super low concept, like, what if there were some kids uh, show based on like the old Harvey comics characters. So like Richie rich joins it at one point. Um, okay. um, but that's super fun. Very sweet show. Uh, it was on the first season of uh, this Disney cartoon star in the forces of evil. Um, the show Dawn mm-hmm. of the Crudes based on the caveman family movie, the Crudes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Man, that sounds like a fun, fun career <laughs> yeah it's, I, uh, I feel very uh, fortunate to uh, be able to do it do uh, your own kids like your cartoons <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know I'll, I'll force them to watch them sometimes and they don't yeah. complain too much I'll, they'll give me ideas for you know stories and stuff yeah nice oh that's so fun okay uh 
yeah, man, it's so great to finally have you on. Thanks again for supporting the show in so many ways. Um, glad you liked the compilation, and glad we finally got to talk. Yeah, for sure. And you know, thanks so much. This has been such a thrill. Like, I I love your podcast. I, every episode I listen to, and uh, you're really providing a service for us fans. Well, thank you, thank you so much. Monday, still not working yet. Thursday, wait, I mean it's still Monday. I'm not losing my hair, it's getting shorter, and the kids are getting shorter, and the 